Hello everyone, welcome to my second episode of my podcast, Learn, Think and Exceed. And today I bring you my first review from a book. And the, the first book I picked was the Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. And I think it's really important and the whole point of this book is to learn with the other's mistakes. And it's much easier if you learn from other people that already made some kind of mistake and especially at the, uh, at the end of their lives, they know so much more than us and we can learn so much more from them. And this book is just amazing. It's a good quality book. I will start by telling you guys how does the book read, if it's good. It's a really interesting book. It has a really nice font size. I got here the first edition that was released in 2011. It cost me about six bucks online. I bought it on Amazon. And the author is Bronnie Aware, and she uses her experience with old customers. She was doing house sitting, and she learned what were the top five regrets, as the title suggests, of the ones that are that were dying. So this brings us to a top, uh, top five, and I will start from the um, the fifth. So it just keeps interesting and keep you into this until the last minute. So we start with regret number five and regret number five goes as, I wish I had let myself be happier. This sounds like a really broad one, but not, not so much. And in this chapter, Rosemary is introduced to us. She's an executive in a global corporation, a woman definitely ahead of her time. And believe it or not, she was abused physically and mentally by her husband. Imagine this woman, a really smart woman, high IQ, super successful in her life, everything going as planned and even better probably. She was being abused by her husband and she did nothing about it. And even though the, all this abuse and everything was more than enough for her to divorce, she, it was considered a scandal at the time. So she didn't do it in order to protect her family under her name. And I'm sure you know someone in the same situation. People feel this pressure from society. And we will talk about this later. And they don't change because of what others think. We will talk so much more about this because it's this is a big one. But in this chapter five, I will also I will also be quoting the book the book quite a lot because as I said in my previous episode, this is not mainly my content. It's the authors and everyone related to the book. So I'm quoting Rosemary now. Some talk about some of the quotes that you can read in the book. So she says. I didn't think I would deserve to be happy. Imagine. Imagine you at the end of your life thinking something like this. Happiness is a choice. Don't allow others' opinions to come to play. And there is something that is noted in this chapter, which is really important. And it's called, happiness is now. We always want more in life. 
and that's a part of growing and expanding your dreams, of course. But we forget to appreciate what we have now. Too many times when working toward goals, the present moment is often neglected along the way. This is totally true. We, we see, we go after something and we, forgot, we forget sorry, to enjoy the moment. Our happiness is based on the end result and not enjoying during the process of getting there. Guys, I'm someone that really likes to uh, create ambitious goals, but we, we cannot forget that we need to enjoy getting there. Not only the end result, but the, the way there must be as good as the result. And we need more gratitude, gratitude for what we have every day. And this is the key to enjoying happiness now. You need to be happy now. Further down the chapter, you come to a headline that says no regrets. And we, we just put so much importance to what others think about us and we don't change because of it. But what really matters in the end is how much happiness people have brought to those they love and how much time they spend doing things they, they themselves loved. So it's not only about giving, but it's also about enjoying. We, we need to enjoy our lives, do the things that we like. And simplicity is the key to make your life fulfilled. You know, those simple things that you're always talking about or you're listening about, those simple things, that sunset that you, that you, you watched with someone, these small things. This and letting go the need for validation of others. This is a really big one. And we are always waiting for others to give feedback, like about what we're going. I, I'm not saying feedback is bad. M myself, I'm asking you for your feedback on this podcast. But like if someone comes to me and says, this is stupid, haha, you shouldn't be doing this. I'm, I'm still going to do it because that's what I want. That's what I like. But there's two types of feedback, you know, the feedback to improve, like, if you criticize me in, in terms of me further improving the show, of course, I will, I will, I will use it uh, for my, as my advantage. But if someone says, no, you don't do that. It's stupid. I think you shouldn't do that. Come on. It's your life. You, you, of course you should do it. And we, you need to restate something. The importance of being open to reach true happiness. And it goes as a smile and no even further down the chapter. And it's, it talks about how important it is to receive. Learning to receive is a necessity if you are truly open to seeing your dreams realized. Uh, this is really, really important, receiving from others, but also filtering it. And I'm going to read you the last paragraph. The, the last paragraph. It goes as, life is over so quickly. It is possible to reach the end with no regrets. It takes some bravery to live it right, to honor the life you are here to live, but the choice is yours. So will be the rewards. Appreciate the time you have left by valuing all the gifts in your life, and that includes especially your own amazing self.
So be proud of yourself. Do everything that makes you happy, basically. This is extremely important. Let's move on to regret number four that says, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Uh, This one, I, I believe some of you thought about it. And this chapter is about loneliness and how dangerous it is. We are always busy with our own goals and paths. And because of that, life moves on and suddenly you find yourself with no one in the world who understands you or knows anything about your story. It doesn't really matter how many people are around you if there is no one available who understands you and accepts you as you truly are. We live in the world and society ruled by deception. Uh, social media websites, the Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, everything is great. People have millions and millions of followers, acquaintances. And sometimes we kind of blend them together as friends. We feel popular and we feel like there's a lot of people that like us. But actually, that's not true. It's, it's really common nowadays for us to have 700, 1,000, 2,000 friends on Facebook. But are they really friends? Will they be there when you really need it? Do they know about your story or what you're doing right now? Do they even care? I don't think so. Maybe you don't really know how important being uh, socially involved is. But I pulled out this um, study from Brigham University that actually stated that the importance of feeling alone or lonely. And actually, and quoting the study, the subjective feeling of loneliness increases risk of death by 26%. And it, this, actually, this can actually be the next big public health issue alongside with obes- obesity and drug abuse. And social isolation or lacking social connections and living alone were found to be even more devastating to a person's health than feeling lonely, respectively increasing mortality risk by 29 and 32%. So being alone, feeling alone and not involving yourself with anyone else will actually kill you. This is, this is amazing. This, this is how important it is. And you don't want to become a terminally ill person and then realize you're alone and no one remembers you. We, we have to put aside this social media life that we have because it's not really true and it really de- deceives you. So keep this one in mind. This is really important. Remember... Try to involve yourself with more people. It's amazing the connections you can make and meet amazing people. We live in a 7 billion people world. We need to connect. It's a huge part of us and our society. So connect, go out, invite that person for a drink, talk about your life, their life. It doesn't matter, but do it. So keeping our countdown, we move to regret number three. I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Throughout the book, the author uh, mentions key 
patience she had. And in this one, Joseph is introduced to us. Joseph is uh, 94 years old, married to Gisela, and they were both Holocaust survivors. Joseph, after the hard life he had, uh, he was always trying to give his best to provide for his family. But they didn't really get to know him. He kept the, distin the distance, using his work to stay away from them. He always avoiding them, creating new creating new bonds with these children. If you, if you want kids, or sometimes you keep yourself from expressing your feelings or connecting to people, uh, this one is a bit related to the regret number four, sometimes we don't express our feelings to people. They don't really get to know us, you know? And this is a, this is a major setback in your life. And after he passed away, Brawny sat at a park, the author, and looked around. All children were playing, and most importantly, naturally sharing their feelings. It's funny, you know, we grow up, we are kids, we, we are expressing feelings. You look at a kid, just look at a kid next to you. I'm sure if he or she is playing, they just, with each other, they just play. They're so honest. They, if they get mad or they don't like something, they cry, they push it out, and they're happy again, they keep playing, they're just so honest with each other. And it, it kind of seems that we, as we grow, we, we forget this. We forget how important to, it is to just get done with it and just express how you feel and move on. Kids are doing this and we are not doing this. Why? We created this society where adults are insular and apart from each other. While it does seem we forgot how to express our feelings, we can, stern, we can still learn it again. It is time to start expressing yourself. This is really, really important. Especially in a relationship, for example. In relationships, this is so common. Relationships where you don't express yourself simply to keep peace, and I've done this, and if you're in a relationship or you were, I'm sure at some point you also did it. The relationship is ruled by one person and will never be balanced or healthy. It's the first step to break up. When you're opening to someone, just because that someone doesn't respond to your opening as you expected, it doesn't mean you should regret it. The most important tip in this whole paragraph, don't bother how others perceive you, but how you perceive yourself. And moving on to regret number two, it goes as, I wish I haven't worked so hard. And there's plenty of good life examples of how regrets can impact your life. And especially this one uh, presented to us in this paragraph. John, who was almost 90 years old, he was married to Margaret. And when their kids were set for life, she asked him to retire. He really loved his job and he was really proud of it. They were healthy and wealthy, but he said they would need more. So he kept working for more 15 years until she couldn't handle it. And she, she asked him to stop. She started crying and he finally said yes, but within one year. And she was like, of course, I was waiting for 15. I can do one more. Guess what? Three months, just three months, before he retired, she was diagnosed with a terminal illness and she died a couple of weeks after that. 
Can you imagine how unbearable that can be? And quoting John on this paragraph, he says, I wished I hadn't worked so hard. I was a fool. I worked too damn hard and now I'm a lonely, dying man. We spend so much time making plans for the future, often depending on things coming at a later date to ensure our happiness or assuming we have all the time in the world when all we have is our life today. Don't work too hard. Try to maintain balance. Balance is brought up and it's probably one of the most neglected things in our lives. But we need balance in, balance in everything we do. There's no point in being the healthiest person in the world if you cannot provide for your family. But the other way, the same. It doesn't matter how wealthy you are. If you're stuck in a bed and you cannot do anything by yourself. So focus on balance. Don't focus on single characteristics like work or family. No, try to maintain balance. Balance is the key for happiness. And now moving on to regret number one. And it goes as I wish I would have the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expect from me. In this chapter, Grace is introduced to us and Grace is married for more than 50 years. She had led she had led the life that was expected from her, raising her children. She had a tyrant husband that made her life miserable for decades. She was relieved when he had to go to a caring home permanently. Just imagine, she was married to someone for 50 years and she feels relieved when he actually has to go away permanently. She spent her married life dreaming of living independently from her husband, traveling, not living under such dictatorship, and just having a simple and happy life. At some point, unfortunately, she was diagnosed with a terminal illness. She wondered, why didn't I just do what I wanted? It's, it's such a simple question, but we are always keeping ourselves from doing what we really want just because of, some, of someone, someone else. And it's as simple as this. Why don't you just do what you want? Tell me. And she advises the author and asks her to keep some promises, two of which go as, don't you ever let anyone stop you doing what you want. Promise it to me. Promise you will be brave enough to live the way you want to, regardless of what other people say. We are always being affected by others without any reason. People say we shouldn't do this or do that, and we, we stop doing it. We, we don't even start sometimes. And there is this great quote uh, by Buddha, and it says, if someone gives you a gift and you choose not to receive it, to whom does the gift belong? Of course, it stays with the giver. If someone gives something to you, it doesn't mean you have to take it. And especially people that are always trying to put you down because they're jealous or something, you don't have to take it. You have to do what you want and what you believe is right and what you feel good about doing. Improve your self-love. 
self-respect and self-compassion. Learn how to speak back. Live true to your own heart. Don't ever worry what others think. This is how I finish my summary of this book. And it's really, I really like that this regret number one is so relevant for so many people. People have these dreams of doing wonderful stuff and they just don't do it because of others. Just live true to yourself. Regret nothing. And I want to put up this quote after each book summary. And for today's book, I picked one from a Portuguese author, José Saramago. If I'm sincere today, what does it matter if I regret it tomorrow? This is how I close up today's episode. I hope you stay tuned to further episodes. I will leave in the description below the link for my Facebook page, Twitter account, Instagram, Snapchat, so you can stay up to date uh, to my cont- with my content. And see you next Sunday. I hope you enjoyed it. Please leave feedback so I can know how to improve this further. Thank you so much for listening and see you next Sunday.